This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Space News Pod. This is a show where we discuss SpaceX, NASA, and spaceflight. I'm your host, Will Walden. United Launch Alliance, or ULA, has completed the assembly of its first Vulcan rocket at Cape Canaveral, Florida. Now, this preparation sets the stage for its initial launch next month, marking a crucial milestone in the field of aerospace and for ULA. Now, the Vulcan rocket, a new addition to ULA's fleet, aims to eventually replace the company's current Atlas V and Delta IV rockets. The Vulcan rocket's construction reached a critical point with the attachment of the payload fairing, which houses Astrobotics Commercial Lunar Lander. And this operation was conducted at ULA's vertical integration facility following the transfer of the payload fairing from a nearby location where the lunar lander was fueled for its moon-bound journey. Now, ULA's Vulcan rocket has been thoroughly tested at Cape Canaveral Space Force Station, undergoing several countdown rehearsals and fueling tests. And these tests were conducted using only the rocket's first and upper stages. The recent addition of the payload shroud signifies the first time that the Vulcan rocket has been fully assembled, now standing at an impressive 202 feet or 61.6 meters tall. Now, ULA is a step closer to Vulcan's inaugural flight. After completing the final checkouts and a holiday break, the ground crew will move the rocket to its launch pad, anticipating a liftoff time of 2.18 a.m. Eastern Time on January 8th. The launch was initially scheduled for December 24th, but was postponed to address issues with the ground system identified during countdown rehearsals. Now, the Vulcan rocket's first mission will carry something really cool, the Peregrine Mission 1, Astrobotic's first robotic lunar lander. The timing of the launch is crucial, as it must align with the lunar cycle to ensure that the spacecraft reaches its landing site under optimal lighting conditions. ULA, a joint venture between aerospace giants Boeing and Lockheed Martin, has felt competitive pressure from SpaceX. And while SpaceX has completed over 90 launches this year, ULA has only conducted three as it transitions away from its Atlas V and Delta IV programs. Now, ULA's remaining inventory includes one Delta IV heavy rocket and 17 Atlas V rockets. With the introduction of Vulcan, ULA plans to increase its launch rate significantly. According to CEO Tori Bruno, 70 Vulcan launches have already been sold, with customers including commercial entities and the U.S. military and the Department of Defense. Amazon has contracted 38 Vulcan missions for its Project Kuiper satellite network. And ULA aims to achieve a launch frequency of two Vulcan rockets per month by the end of 2025, a considerable increase in cadence compared to its early years of the Atlas V and SpaceX's Falcon 9. Now, the Vulcan rocket's journey to its first launch has faced some challenges, though, including delays from 2019 due to late engine deliveries from Blue Origin. An explosion during a ground test of the Vulcan upper stage also contributed to the postponement of its maiden flight. The Vulcan rocket's debut is unique as it will carry a functional payload, Astrobotics Peregrine Mission 1, tasked with delivering 20 payloads to the moon. 
Now, this includes five payloads for NASA's Commercial Lunar Payload Services, or CLPS, program, making it the first mission under this initiative. It's a significant moment for U.S. space exploration, marking a return to lunar landings since 1972. Now, two private companies, Astrobotic and Intuitive Machines, are leading these missions. Astrobotic's Peregrine Lander and Intuitive Machines' Nova Sea Lander will carry payloads for NASA and other clients, including a physical Bitcoin and art by Jeff Koons. Now, NASA's CLPS initiative represents a shift in lunar exploration strategy. Where private companies own and operate lunar landers, and NASA pays for the transportation of its instruments. Now, this model has been successfully employed in low Earth orbit missions, but presents new challenges and risks for lunar exploration. The high risk of these missions is underscored by the fact that historically, only about half of lunar missions attempts have been successful. Neither astrobiotic or intuitive machines has undertaken a lunar lander before, and no commercial spacecraft has safely landed on another celestial body, including the moon. Astrobotics Peregrine Mission 1, scheduled to launch on January 8th, targets a region near the moon's northern mid-latitudes. It will carry six NASA payloads, including instruments to study water movement and hydrogen-bearing materials, as well as payloads for other clients, such as the Mexican Space Agency and the Arts Mission Foundation. Now, the Intuitive Machines Nova Sea Lander, set for a mid-February launch, will explore the moon's southern latitudes. Its mission includes carrying 11 payloads with innovative elements like Columbia's insulation material and Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University's Eagle Cam intended to capture the lander's descent. Now, both Astrobotic and Intuitive Machines have overcome numerous challenges, including pandemic-related supply disruptions and learning from previous lunar lander failures. And despite those risks and those failures, they're prepared for potential setbacks, with further missions already planned with NASA. They are resilient and they are committed to establishing a sustainable lunar economy and advancing space exploration with NASA. Thank you so much for tuning into the show today. I really do appreciate your support throughout the years that I've been doing this show. Now, if you want to support us even more, hit the subscribe or the follow button on your podcast platform that you're listening on right now. Helps us out just a little bit. We get a new listener, which is awesome. Welcome to the Flight Club if you hit the subscribe button. We do appreciate you. And if you want to help more, go to patreon.com slash stage zero, S-T-A-G-E-Z-E-R-O. And you can help us out over there and support our show. And we have a lot of Patreon supporters that continue to support us throughout the months. So without you, we couldn't do it. Also, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, starshipshirts.com. If you want to get Starship inspired and SpaceX inspired and NASA inspired gear, go over there, starshipshirts.com and pick yourself up a t-shirt, any size, they ship anywhere and they're printed just for you. Also, every episode of the show is about 10 minutes or under. We post every single day. So make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get all the latest news from NASA, SpaceX, and other space flight companies. Please take care of yourselves and each other, and I will see you tomorrow.